Welcome to Tell Me More Live, the recorded version of our live storytelling night at the Push Comedy Theater in Norfolk, Virginia. In this recording... This person, up until a few years ago, they never really thought about performing either, and I I did a... I was actually listening to a a podcast I recorded with her back in the day, and the whole time I'm thinking, like, man, she she should be doing something, and now she's actually in Plan B comedy with me, and she's going to tell a story up on station. I give it up for Leanna, Chris. Man, patience. I, um, I have a lot of patience, and then I uh, also don't, and I think that that's that's the thing about patience. It's that uh, sometimes it's more of the wisdom of when to have it and when to, you know, say enough is enough. Um, for instance, uh, something very recently happened to me where I was trying to just uh, deposit a check at my bank. And I was out and about, so I was like, I'm just going to do this instead of a phone thing. And I went to park, and there was a tow truck, a flatbed tow truck, like, blocking most of the the parking lot. And I was just so pissed. I'm like, I just need to walk it. So I had to drive all the way around the bank again, and then he was gone. And I parked, and I'm just like, I'm walking. And even I, I saw this van coming way too fast, and I should have just had patience. Like, my life is literally on the line, and I didn't have patience. So I'm like, I'm a pedestrian. You can hit me. I'll sue. And the, they, they, like, slowed down. And I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. And... I walk, and the passenger rolls down the window, and she goes, what did you just say? And I looked at her, and I was like, nah. I said, Jesus fucking Christ? And she goes, oh, okay. And they rolled up the window, and they drove away. <laughs> and, uh, and because I still have yet to learn that patience thing, I, uh, I, I, I decided I'm not having children but um, my brother, he, he has patience and two kids now. But I'm going to tell a little story about his patience and uh, Thanksgiving that we had. Uh, this story is one of those stories that I tell people when they either question a quirk I have or are, are going to meet my family because... Um, All families are crazy, so I can't just say, my family's crazy, because yeah, yeah, so is yours, and if your family's not crazy, then that's kind of weird and your own brand of crazy. So um, this story is our brand of crazy, and uh, Thanksgiving at my house is a big deal. Like, it's bigger than Christmas. It's a mess. Um, We all have our little jobs that we're doing. My dad has, um, he's bipolar, and he goes manic, and on Thanksgiving, he's always manic. Uh, Sometimes that's great. Sometimes he is just the jolliest guy you will ever meet, and sometimes it's awful. And so we all run around, and I luck out, though, because I am an exceptional baker. So the night before, I make pies, all the pies, I do that. 
And my brother fucking loves pumpkin pie. Usually, I bake two pumpkin pies. One for everybody and one for JD. Um, Everybody else has their things. Uh, We have a sister. I'm the youngest. I'm the baby. And then my sister's the middle child, and she has all of the qualities that middle children often have. She's a little needy, a little vindictive, a little bit of a martyr, but she's also, you know, the closest to us. So um, sometimes she's your best friend. Sometimes she will, you know, claw your face off. So um, we're all going crazy, but when we sit down, that's just (sighs) deflation. We're family, and this is what the whole night was, was culminating to. This was togetherness, and um, it's great. But that year, my dad had invited a few too many people over, and it's fine. We overcook constantly, and Thanksgiving being centered around food means that we definitely overcook. Food is my family's love language, So, um, that was cool, except my brother's pumpkin pie got eaten. And that meant that he got a single piece of pumpkin pie that year. And that wasn't that great. Uh, So, whenever my sister decided she was going to take a nap instead of have dessert and save her piece of pumpkin pie... My brother was in for the long game. Um, he went, she went upstairs, and we're all sitting around. We, uh, we also we have tons of animals my entire life. For whatever reason, if you have an animal that needs rescued, we will probably do that for you. And, um, so we had like four dogs at our feet, and uh, the, the chair in the living room had a, a rabbit in a cage behind that my sister had gotten whenever a, a neighborhood kid ran it over with a bike, and she nursed it back to health, and it just hung out there all the time. And uh, my brother, that's not going to have that pie, my mom, who takes the brunt of the stress. My mom... My mom deserves all of her dreams to come true because she really does just take on the burden of the entire family. And she's, no, J.D., Beth is going to eat the pie. Please, please, just leave her pie alone. So we're watching the game, and my mom looks over at my dad, and she says, John, will you poke the bunny? What? John, I need you to poke the bunny. So he looks over, and this ra- there was no need to poke the rabbit. I mean, he did it anyway, but this thing was laid out. The tongue was hanging out. It, it, it was clearly dead, this rabbit that my sister nursed back to health had died on Thanksgiving. So she's asleep. Like, how... How do we not ruin Thanksgiving? We're going to get rid of this rabbit. So her boyfriend is there, 
And he gets the rabbit, we put it in a, in a brown paper bag, and we bring it outside, and we put, I don't even know what else they did. I don't want to know. Uh, so we're sitting there, and my sister comes downstairs, and she's all sleepy-eyed, and she goes to the fridge, and she pulls out the last piece of pumpkin pie and puts some Cool Whip on it. And she sits across from my brother so he can see her settling in with her pie. And she's, hey, J.D., this, is, this pumpkin pie looks great. And he's cool. He's whatever. But then she notices that the rabbit's not in the cage. And she puts the pie on the coffee table in front of her, and she just can't contain herself. Where's, where's my, where's my rabbit? Mom, where's my rabbit? And my Beth, Beth's sweetheart, Beth. Where's my rabbit? Oh, Beth, the rabbit is dead, Beth. Beth, Beth, the rabbit died, Beth. My sister is full-blown hysterics. Her face is red. She has tears just streaming down her face. And my mom has just lost it. This is about the time where she has half the dishes done and she's ushering people out the door and gets to finally just slough off that incredible day. But all of that now is just aimed at my sister Beth, the rabbit is dead! The rabbit's dead, Beth! And she's... <laughs> and my brother gets up, and he sits down next to her, and he puts his arm around her, and then he leans over with the other arm, and he grabs the pumpkin pie, and he devours... <laughs> her entire pumpkin pie (laughs) while she's in hysterics. Um, Which I know seems kind of mean, but my entire family loves this story. (laughs) And I'm not the only one that tells it whenever we explain my family. And um, we, we still, to this day, enjoy family time around Thanksgiving and anticipate that we very well, you know, might have a dead rabbit, but we have family. And uh, practice your patience well and wisely. Thank you. If you'd like to tell a story like this one, or just enjoy the show, visit tellmemorelive.org. That's tellmemorelive.org, where you'll find a list of upcoming shows, plenty of ways to pitch your story, and our podcast featuring storytellers from previous shows. Until next time, thanks for listening to Tell Me More Live.